Good morning, everyone. It's the Lazarus Show, in honor of my brother, Brian. It is Friday morning. Beautiful, lovely Friday morning. I love Fridays. Friday is my favorite day of the week. If it's not your favorite day of the week, then there's something wrong with you, as far as I'm concerned. Because if you don't like Friday, you don't like any day. Well, unless you work Saturdays, then Friday sucks still. <laughs> I like Friday. A lot of times it's the last day of the week for me, and it's always the last day of the week for Christina. And then we have our Saturday morning breakfast, and all is well with the universe. I love Saturday mornings because I always wake up to the smell of bacon, and my beautiful, beautiful, lovely fiancé cooking breakfast for me and Mark. Every Saturday, this woman gets up faithfully, loyally, with love, tender love and care. She cooks us breakfast every Saturday. It is an amazing, amazing aroma in the air to wake up to smelling bacon cooking. She also made me this week, as a surprise, I Facebooked her and I uh, tagged her in this thing called Onion Bombs. It's these onions, it's meat wrapped around, you know, stuff, uh, some kind of onion, right? They take a big onion, they stuff it with meat, they wrap it with bacon, they dip it in some kind of barbecue sauce, and they cook it, and it is fantastic. And Christina made them for me. Me! Can you believe it? She made them for me. I'm still amazed that Tina even wants to be with me, let alone do things for me. If you're not with a woman that you're surprised she's with you, then you're with the wrong woman. If you don't think your woman is too good for you, then you need to go find a new woman. Because my woman's too good for me, I know that for a fact. There isn't another woman on the face of God's green earth that could put up with this guy. There's no way. All my little idiosyncrasies and my little quirks and my OCD-isms. I think I just made that up, OCD-isms. And she puts up with all of it. I'll say it again. If you don't think the woman you're with is too good for you, then you're with the wrong woman. Now, on to bigger things. So, Christina bought Mark, and me I would say, a basketball court. And it had to be assembled. Well, that thing took me three days to assemble. It is the hardest assembly project I have ever taken on. And I've put together some stuff in my life. i put together big closets and dressers. Hell, I put together a clock one time. You wonder how hard it is? Do you have any idea how hard it is to, make a, uh, to put together a clock? I put together a clock. I put together above-ground pools with instructions. I've, I built in-ground pools. I do construction. I can build you a room. I can build you a hot tub. I can build you a swimming pool. Hell, I can build you a concrete slab. I can do pavers. I can paint. I can frame, frame houses. I can do everything. This basketball court killed me almost. This thing was almost the end of me. This thing beat me up so bad for so many days. First things first, I put the poles in backwards. And once them poles are in, they don't come out because you pound them into each other. That's how it started. The whole project started with the poles in the wrong way. So I had to drill. When I, before I get this basketball court on, I had to drill holes through this lead pipes. Not good. Long story short, the basketball court is up, but it's crooked. It's crooked. 
Mark doesn't care. He loves it. Just the way it is. But this thing, every time I pull into my driveway, I got to stare at this crooked basketball court, and I got to fix it. It's driving me crazy. I can't take it anymore. This basketball court, I thought it was going to be the end of me. It's big, it's heavy, it's awkward, and it's impossible to put together. The instructions for this thing were ridiculous. There was illustrations. There's not really instructions. This thing was so hard to put together. Me, as a man, I never call anyone for help. You ask anyone you know that knows me will tell you I have never called them and said, Hey, I got a project I got to do. Can you help me? And I was looking for help on this one, man. But then the pride got the better of me, and I put it together myself, me and Mark. And this thing is crooked, and it fucking pisses me off. Man, this thing pissed me off. It's crooked! It's not my fault. It's their fault. It's the manufacturer's fault. It's the way they have it. So I got it together, and it's crooked. And I, I don't know what to do. I'll be damned if I take this thing apart again. It took me so long to get it together. It took me three days. And I'm not talking, you know, a little here, a little there. I'm talking from the time I got home from work. Let's see. I started this thing on Tuesday when I got home from work. Got home about 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. And I worked on it till about 10 o'clock that night. All the way up until yesterday when I finally got it done. And I worked on this thing. It wasn't no bull crapping around. No dilly-dallying. I worked on this thing. When I took all these parts out, there was 500 parts to this basketball court. 500 parts. 1,000 bolts, 1,000 screws, 1,000 washers and nuts, springs. Oh, my God, this thing was ridiculous. I finally got it together. It's still not all the way together. It's just up. I still need to put, it, put on this thing to make it adjust. Up and down, I got to put on the... Uh, the automatic rebounder that you put on the front plate of it so it, like the ball hits and rolls towards you. And I got to put on this plastic piece that goes around the backboard. But my son, who was impatient, which I don't blame him, it took me three and a half days to get this thing together. He said, just put it up, Bobby, please just put it up so I can shoot a basket. So finally we got it up. And it's crooked. And it's noticeably crooked. And I'm pissed off. And I don't know what to do. I think I'm just going to put a brick under the one side and call it, call, it, call it done. I don't know what to do. This fastball court driving me nuts. Man, I've never dealt with a project like this. Like I said, I do construction, man. I build swimming pools, man. You know how hard it is to build an in-ground swimming pool? A lot harder than you think. It's not just a hole in the ground filled with water. Man, there's plumbing, there's plastering, there's gunite, there's tying steel, there's coping, there's tile. There's all kinds of crap in a pool. And I've dealt with some of the hardest problems on a job site, man. I was Mr. Fix-It. When they got to something they couldn't figure out, they always called Bobby. Get Bobby. He'll figure it out, man. Let's quit messing with this and just get Bobby. He'll figure out what to do. But this basketball court, man, woo! Woo! This fucking thing almost killed me. I told my wife. She was standing there looking at me. She was helping me. She was holding the backboard up, and it's a see-through backboard. You know, it's a plexiglass one. I looked at her right through the glass. She was on the one side. I was on the other, and I said, don't you ever, ever buy anything for me to put together ever again. And she said, when I said that to her, smoke came out of my ears, fire was shooting out of my eyes, and I looked like the devil. That's what she said to me. Of course, she always laughed. She laughed right in my face. Whenever I throw a temper tantrum and get mad, Tina and Mark laughed. They think it's hilarious. Tina thinks it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. So does Mark.
When I get mad or like I trip and hurt myself or stub my toe, Mark loves it. He laughs, man. When I start yelling about stuff, Mark thinks it's great. He just waits for me to get pissed off so he can laugh. He thinks it's hilarious. It's just seen when we brought this uh, washer and dryer in here. Oh, my God. I got so mad about the old washer and dryer. We had an old dryer down there that wouldn't work no matter what I tried. And this thing worked before we brought it here. And all of a sudden it stopped working. I proceeded to beat the shit out of this dryer. And guess what? The dryer won. I got into a fight, fist fight with the dryer. And the dryer won. You can't beat up inanimate objects. Men are going to win. It's like punching a refrigerator. You're going to lose. Well, I fist fought this freaking dryer. I knew it was broke. I don't bust up my stuff that's good. I'm not that type of guy. I don't punch holes in a wall and stuff like that. I don't see any point in that. But this dryer, I started fighting this dryer. And Mark pissed his pants laughing. I kept punching the door. And the door kept slamming back and punching me back. And, oh, it was crazy. Crazy. Anyway, the basketball court's up. It's crooked, but it's up. And I, I refuse to take this thing apart again. You have no idea the battle I have with this basketball court. When I say it is the hardest project I've ever done, it is the hardest project I have ever, ever taken on. I got, I wanted to quit so bad on this thing, and I never quit on a project. I wanted to quit like 10 times. I refuse to call for help, and I refuse to quit because I'm a stubborn son of a bitch, man. Mark quit a hundred times. And I kept yelling at him, we're not quitters, we're not quitting, men don't quit, men deal with problems. Man, this thing, I wanted to quit, I just never told him I wanted to quit so many times. But people were watching me, like my son, and I had to lead by example, and I had to get it done. When it was all done, I put it up, and Mark started laughing. His face turned red, and tears were coming out of his eyes from being, you know, in hysterics. Because he goes, Bobby, it's crooked. So I took it down. I put it back together. I took it down. I put it back together. I took it down. I drilled holes. I put it back together. Man, I tried everything, and it's still crooked. And it's still crooked. Man, and finally I got this thing back together, and it's crooked. My answer is I'm going to put a little block of wood on the one side and tilt it up, and it's going to have to, it's going to, have to be, got to be okay. That's it. That's my solution to the problem. Oh, man. See, people don't know. Look, women go through a lot. I'm not saying they don't. They probably go through more than men. But see, women go through things differently. They go through different things than men go through. We go through things like this. Like Chris Rock said, if the lights aren't on, that's the man's fault, right? They, men are looked at. We have the pressure. As far as I'm concerned, you guys can fight me on this. Women can all argue and correct me if I'm wrong. We get the bulk of the pressure. That's why men die younger. We have the bulk of the pressure. Christmas time comes, huh, it's on the man. Everybody looks to him to come up with the money for Christmas presents. When there's a project to be done, sure, the woman will be there to run her mouth at you. Not so much. Tina kind of stays out of my projects. I, I, you know what? I can't lie. Unless I ask for her help, she stays out of it because she knows how I am. But, man, we take on the pressure, man. We take on the building projects, like the hanging of the TVs and putting together tables and the entertainment centers and end tables. Man, you know how many things I put together in my life? Nothing comes together anymore. Everything comes in pieces now. You can't even buy a lamp. you got to spend 10 hours putting it together. And I pulled off some pretty amazing projects, man. I've done some things that I, I looked at and said, man, this isn't going to be right when I'm done. There's no way. Like, for instance, my brother's recliner. I reupholstered the arms on his recliner. I know nothing 
nothing about reupholstering anything. I went and bought the leather fabric, masked it up, put it on there, and stapled it underneath. And man, it looks damn good. And I didn't think I was going to be able to do this one. Tina always says, you always doubt yourself. Bobby, but when you're done, it's going to be right. Well, the basketball court's not right. It's not right. And I, I, it's driving me fucking bonkers. I just was out there now out front looking at it. Can you imagine? I'm out there in my slippers. I'm out there in my flip-flops and my pajamas staring at this basketball court, in, you know, in the morning time, up front staring at it. The whole neighborhood's looking at me like, what's wrong with this guy? I'm out there staring at this basketball court. This nasty weather we got. I'm out there in my flip-flops. Yeah, it's no lie. I was out there like 7 o'clock this morning trying to figure out what to do with this basketball court. In my flip-flops, dude. I'm crazy, man. Really crazy. And I have OCD, so I try to get everything perfect. God, for anyone who lives with obsessive compulsive disorder, man, they know how frustrating it can be. It can be so frustrating trying to make it. See, not only are you OCD with projects you do or things, you're also OCD with yourself, with your words. The way I enunciate my words, I have OCD with. The way I talk, the way I walk, the way I move, the way I put my shoes on. I have OCD with all that stuff. I always put my right shoe on first, always. And it's got to be a certain way, man. No fabric can be in between my toes or my socks. It's a nightmare. The way I tie my shoes, I'm obsessed about. It's just everything, man. And one of my biggest things is when I do a project, especially something that's got to be like level or plumb, ah, forget it. My son, he can walk away from this basketball court. Bobby, it's good enough. It's driving me nuts. I have to look at that thing and see it not crooked in order for me to be able to go on with my day. So I got to figure out what to do with this thing. And I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know if it's something I did. If it's a manufacturer's error, I don't know. I'm guessing. My guess is when I put these plates on, that I put them on a little crooked. I'm guessing. But I'm not, I'm not taking them apart again. I'm not taking them down. I'm, I refuse. I'm not taking these plates down. It was so hard to get them up. I'm not taking them down again. I'm just not doing it. So I got to figure out what to do with this thing. Well, the weekend's here. So tomorrow morning breakfast, of course. My lovely, lovely, lovely wife going to cook me a lovely breakfast. We have a pay-per-view coming on Sunday. I believe it's Fastlane, the WWE. For all of you, to, for any of you that don't know, I am a huge wrestling fan. I love the entertainment, so much entertainment value in wrestling. The whole thing is one big entertaining show. Man, you got it all. You have drama. You have action. You have athletics. You have sports. You have beautiful women. You have talent. It's a show, people. I hate when people say wrestling's fake. There's, the only thing fake about it is it's scripted. The punches are fake. They pull the punches. But you think those slams don't hurt? See, I went to wrestling school just so I could be able to say how it was to do it. I've talked about this before. I had to know what it felt like to be in there. And let me tell you something right now. These guys have more talent in their pinky than I have in my whole body. I couldn't put together a full match if my life depended on it to make it look good. First thing, I'd run out of gas. You have to have 
unlimited amounts of stamina, man. I mean stamina. And I'm not talking about these guys today either. Like these wrestlers today, they're freaks of nature. The way they can run around the ring and keep up the pace they keep up. I'm talking about even the old style wrestling, the wrestling from the 80s. Them guys had freakish stamina to relieve me. Like Ric Flair. If you watch one of his matches now compared to before, it looks slower or like Dusty Rhodes. I don't want to say Ric Flair because he, he cut a fast pace. If you go back to like Hulk Hogan, let's do Hulk Hogan. You watch his match. It's slow. It seems slow. It seems like he's only doing four or five moves. Let me tell you something. It takes a tremendous amount of stamina to do the moves he did, even his moves. And Hogan wasn't the best worker in the industry. He was the, one of the worst, they said. He wasn't one of the worst, but he was one of the most mechanical, they said. He only had four or five moves. But I'm telling you, the stamina it takes to do that job is unbelievable. I don't know how these guys do what they do today. The running around and jumping. Just to climb them ropes and make it look good. Look, anyone can climb the ropes to the top rope, but do it and make it look good. Man, forget it. I couldn't even hold the ropes and pull myself and jump over into the ring. You ever see them come to the ropes and they grab and they just jump over? I could never get to that point. We used to do this thing called a 5-5-5 five, five, five drill. We'd have to run into the corner. You had the mule kick yourself up over another guy. It was so hard, man. I never got it down right. I got it, but it didn't never look like it was supposed to. The rolls and the slams. Yeah, wrestling's fake. That's why wrestlers all have knee replacements, back surgeries, broken necks, busted teeth, broken jaws. They all have arthritis and calcification on their bones. Because those slams... Try, dude, they're stuntmen. It's a show. It's entertainment. Look, it's scripted. It's predetermined. But the, you can't fake a slam. You know what's underneath that mat? That canvas? Nothing! There's a foam mat about the width of my pinky. It's not protecting anything. I don't even know why the foam mat's there. It does nothing. Then underneath that is deck boards. Wood deck boards. Then they pull a canvas tight over top of the whole thing. Underneath the deck boards is a metal frame. That's it. That's it. Metal framing. Picture a deck, a wood deck. Now put a little bit of padding on top of it and pull a canvas over top of it. That's basically what you got. The only difference is they have metal framing underneath. It's a little bit more, I guess, it, I don't know why. I guess it, it, it's sturdier. That's why it has nothing to do with it giving more, or being more bouncy. There's not a spring underneath every ring like everyone thinks. We didn't have a spring under our ring. For our shows, we once in a while would put a spring, but not very often. That spring does nothing anyway. Yo, and then, so body slam yourself onto a wood deck or go to your kitchen kitchen floor and body slam yourself on it. Now, do it 100 times a day because that's how many times them guys take them bumps. They take 25, 30 bumps in a match. Do that for 300 days a year for 10 years. And then you come back and tell me how fake it is. I went to wrestling school. I know how much it hurts. Every slam. Man, the first body slam. No, you know what? I didn't take a body slam. I took a backdrop. Where you come off the ropes and the guy ducks and you lay on his back kind of and he flips you over and you land on your back. I saw stars when I did that. My first body slam, I went home and I had a bruise. My entire back was bruised and red. Completely bruised and red. Man, I was sore every single day. So, Sunday night, Fastlane, watch it. Wrestling's great, guys. I love wrestling. I've been a wrestling fan my whole life. I got out of it for a while. 
But that was a long time ago, and I have, I've been a wrestling fan my entire life. I just think it's great entertainment. It's awesome entertainment. It's fun. It's interesting. It's athletics. It's everything. And Vince McMahon is bringing back the XFL, which I think is a bad move, but who am I to judge? He's bringing back the XFL. Remember that league, that football league he tried? It lasted one season. Here's where I think he's making a mistake. I think he should make it indoor arena football, and he'll win. But that's just my thoughts. Anyway, that's my show, guys. That's the Lazarus Show. I had to talk about this basketball court that's driving me nuts. I want to tell you guys about Fastlane's coming on Sunday. I want you guys to give it a chance, man, because I want everyone to experience wrestling like I do. I still love it. I still love it like I loved it when I was a kid. First match I remember seeing was Big John Studd versus Andre the Giant. They were in a steel cage match. They had a roof on the steel cage. The steel cage with a top had a cage, too. It was awesome. I watched it at my Uncle Dave's house. We used to go over to his house on weekends, and I watched this match, and I have been hooked ever since, man. I remember when Hulk Hogan won the title off the Iron Sheik. Changed my life. And every week, my father would trick me into thinking Hulk Hogan lost the title, and I believe every word he said. He got me every week. At least once a month, my father would sit me down and say, Bob, i got to tell you something. Hulk Hogan lost the title. And i say, what, Dad? What? No. How? And he'd tell me this big old elaborate story. That's why I think I can do my storytelling, because my father... Is probably the best storyteller I have ever met in my life. Man, my father can tell a story. I think I can tell a good story, too. Don't get me wrong. The apple don't far fall. The apple don't fall far from the tree. As Christina says, Bobby, you have the gift of gab. Well, I think my father had the gift of storytelling. Man, he was a good storyteller. He could have been one of the greatest storytellers of all time. He could have been like a stand-up comedian or something. I, I don't maybe not a comedian, but he could have been a storyteller of some kind. My father can, man, he can tell a story. He can narrate like you can't believe. He'll keep you interested. So I think I get my gifts from him. That one anyway. A lot of my traits I have in my mother's, some of my father's. It's a mix. I look somewhat like my grandfather, but I look a lot like my mother in the face. There's no doubt about it. And I have the farmer temper. My mother's maiden name is Farmer. My father's an Anderson. I definitely have the farmer temper. No doubt. No doubt about it, I have a farmer temper. Anyway, I guess I'm done babbling for the morning. I'm going to go on, try to figure out how to fix this basketball court that's crooked. You guys have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow will be a light day. Maybe have Tina on the show. I tried last week and have her on the show, and it didn't upload, and I was pissed. And I swore this app off forever, but I'm going to give it another chance. All right, guys, take care. That's my show, The Lazarus Show. Remember, everyone has a voice, and that includes you.